the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, April 5th. I forgot what day it was, but I did know it was April 5th. And uh, we're here with no buts about it. Chuss is here to uh, my left, your right, I think, is the way it ends up showing yeah, up. We're, I have no idea. We're, have no idea. we're somewhere, yeah. Um, I am in my house in Indiana. Just ended the tornado watch. Um, no tornadoes. Yes. But it freaked Josh my dog. Six, he successfully uh, survived the tornado watch. That's right. That's right. Um, we also had uh, no shows last week. Maybe one show. I don't know. We didn't have our normal shows last week. We yeah. I think we had one shows on either Monday or Tuesday. I believe. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I did we because I, I missed the. I, uh, I wasn't able to make it to the the Cardinal Roll thing, and that was on Monday. And then I don't know if we recorded on two. Oh, I think we recorded on Tuesday. You weren't but... able to make it to anything. Last week I was really busy. I we're coming up on the wire, end of the wire here. I'm not graduating like you are. I'm okay? graduating. We our last published show was on March 28th. Okay, so, so it was a little over a week. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, we're back, and the football gods looked down upon us last week, and they said, "You know what? No news. There's going to be no news this week because the football podcast, no buts about it, is not going to be able to record." And really, there hasn't been too much this week yet, other than a former backup quarterback for the Patriots, Brian Hoyer, has been signed to a two-year deal with the Raiders, and Danny Amendola will be an assistant coach for the Raiders as well, so the Raiders are just becoming the Patriots. Um, Speaking of the Patriots, Mac Jones could be on the move. Apparently, according to Pro Football Talk, this dropped yesterday, uh, Patriots been shopping around Mac Jones. Billy B and him aren't getting along. Billy B, Bill Belichick, is the head coach in New England, but he's also the general manager. Uh, what do we think about this? Who, where do we think uh, Mac Jones could end up? Do we think this is a good move? Do we think it's zappy hour in New England? So, um, you know – on my end of it i mean i don't think they would it would be a bad move for new england to move on from mac jones i i think he's a decent quarterback but i think with you know how successful tom brady was in new england i feel like it's one of those things where i feel like the new england fan base and even you know bill belichick they kind of just want more of like instant success rather than you know gradual success and you know that's not a bad thing but sometimes it won't give that you know young guy a chance to 
really develop, but I haven't really seen a whole lot from Mac Jones that really makes me think that he's he's the guy for New England. You know, I think he could be the guy somewhere else, or maybe he's just going to be a certified, you know, mid quarterback until he reaches that right team and he ends up like Kirk Cousins, where Kirk Cousins is doing really well. He's just not winning anything past the first or second round with Minnesota. But um, I, I don't know where he would end up because it's one of those things where, you know, Lamar's on the market now, you know, he's, he's being shopped, you know, Aaron Rodgers, like granted that trade still hasn't gone through as far as I know. And nope. I don't think we've heard anything. So, I mean, in, in fairness, Aaron Rodgers might not even end up in, 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 you know, New York, I was going to say New Jersey because they technically play in New Jersey, but I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I just, it, it's definitely really a, an interesting circumstance to even assume just because, you know, so many quarterbacks are trying to get, you know, an opportunity to start. And I feel like if Mac Jones got traded, I don't know if he would necessarily end up starting with said team, depending on, you know, needs and stuff, because there's, you know, a lot of these teams that need quarterbacks and stuff, some of them are getting really high draft picks and are going to draft quarterbacks. So would they need a Mac Jones? Maybe. I mean, it's a possibility, but I mean, it's also a possibility that they're like, yeah, we don't really want Mac Jones. It's just more contract. We don't want, you know, we can just draft two quarterbacks. We don't really, you just really don't know. So, I mean, you could always, you know, throw in those things where Mac Jones ends up going to Baltimore if they get rid of Lamar, you know, if the Jets trade doesn't go through, he can end up as a Jet um, or he could stay in New England. I think Zappi would be great for the Patriots, you know, if he was given a chance, but also it's one of those things where would you rely solely on Zappi to play the entire season when, you know, we've only seen, you know, so much of him. I mean, we've seen a decent bit where I can say, yeah, he could be good, but it's a difference of him was saying he's really good compared to like a Brock Purdy where Brock Purdy really kind of showed himself this season Mm -hmm. towards the end. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot to be said there. I mean, granted new England's doing a lot of things to change their team. They always do, but um, yeah, I mean, it it would be quite interesting. I mean, if I was to get rid of Mac Jones and I was going to run with completely just with like Bailey Zappi, I would definitely try to get like a decent backup quarterback. That's, relatively experienced i mean it doesn't he doesn't have to be an old guy or anything like that but at least get somebody that kind of knows the game a little bit i mean there's plenty of backup quarterbacks that are still available out there i mean you just said hoyer got um signed to to the raiders so i mean there's quarterbacks out there i mean you just gotta be open to talking to their agent more or less so it's interesting though i can't believe mac jones is being shopped but i mean maybe it's for the better i i don't think our quarterback um carousel is done this season We've still got – we have no idea where Trey Lance is going to go. Uh, 49ers GM has said that Sam Darnold might even win the starting position over Trey Lance while Brock Purdy is healing. So Sam Darnold, who is on a one-year contract over in San Francisco, could beat out Trey Lance for the starting job he was given. Uh, Trey Lance was given the starting job a year ago over Jimmy Garoppolo, got injured, um, obviously, in like the second game, I believe. Uh, Jimmy G came back out, played, played fairly well, uh, ended up getting hurt. Brock Purdy goes in, Mr. Irrelevant, uh, kind of a Cinderella story, gets them to the playoffs, gets them to the NFC Championship. Uh, He gets hurt, so they throw – I forget his name now. Their fourth-string quarterback in, they put him in. He gets hurt. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. So they put Brock Purdy back in. And Brock Purdy can't throw the ball, but he's playing. And 
now they just don't know what to do over in San Francisco. They've got a ton of good quarterbacks. May trade Trey Lance away. Uh, he remember they traded up for Trey Lance though, in yeah, they, the they same did. same draft as Mac Jones. So mm-hmm. that's that's interesting. I found this uh, CBS Sports article uh, by Cody Benjamin where he talks about where he thinks Mac Jones could land. He gives five teams: the Broncos. Uh, because Sean Payton, who is the new head coach for the Broncos, has already said that Jarrett Stidham, who was with the Patriots, he was drafted by the Patriots in 2019, uh, he may get some starting reps if Russell Wilson doesn't pan out. Um, So that could be interesting. Buccaneers, they're down there with Baker Mayfield and uh, Kyle Trask. So not necessarily a great quarterback room when you're coming off of Tom Brady. Um Another former Patriot. So the Patriots are linked to all these teams, except for um, the top, the third and second team. Now it's when we get to teams that aren't as linked. Oh, actually, the Commanders are. I forgot about this. The Mm -hmm. Commanders are the third team, and they just signed Jacoby Brissett, who is the former third-string quarterback for the New England Patriots uh, during the Deflategate season. And he ended up playing when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt then. So... They just have Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. Could Mac Jones go over there? Number two, Titans. Ryan Tannehill, uh, uh, he has been okay. He's getting older. He hasn't really done a whole lot. Their passing game needs some revitalization. And uh, also, they drafted Malik Willis, who was supposed to be this big, huge star. And I said I didn't see it. He played. Um, he ended up getting benched for Josh Dobbs. Um, yeah, so former jo- Steelers backup that never ended up playing ever. Who's now so. with the Browns, I believe. I think he yeah. went back to the Browns. And then the Raiders are the number one team. Josh McDaniels is just going to rebuild the Patriots quarterback room. He's probably going to bring in Tom Brady as a quarterback coach at this point. He's just signing everyone. Um, yeah. So You know – I actually no. continue your thought. Cause I, I want to go on a, a different thought after this. Yeah. So I, I think it's really interesting. We have a lot of really good quarterbacks that are still technically out there. I mean, Trey Lance is a top three pick. I personally have never been a huge fan of that pick. Um, not necessarily anything against Trey Lance. I just don't think that it was a smart move by the 49ers. And then they got bailed out by Brock Purdy, but um, Trey Lance is out there. You've got Mac Jones now is out there. Lamar Jackson has said he's not going to play for the Ravens. Um, he doesn't want to play for the Ravens. He said he loves the fan base, but he feels like he got screwed over and he wants to go help another team win a Super Bowl. Potentially the Indianapolis Colts. We have another video about him potentially going to the Indianapolis Colts um, on our channel. Uh, and then Aaron Rodgers. What's happening with that? We don't know. Aaron Rodgers is they, there was just that big talk about it what in late February or early mm-hmm. March it you know it's, so much time has passed since then and just nothing happened I mean you can you can assume that something has happened but since nothing has been officially reported you know he he's not he, he's still a Packer and it's it's really interesting what's going on over there I mean it's just like you said I, I don't think the quarterback carousel was anywhere close to being over I feel like it's just going to continue all these quarterbacks just keep moving around and it's kind of crazy because you know like even 10 or 15 years ago I don't I feel like quarterbacks weren't switching as much as they are nowadays I feel like a lot more openness of trading I feel like the trade deadline has become a lot bigger key 
than it had been in years past. I, I feel like, you know, although some players had been traded, I, I, I know that I had talked to some people like way back um, when they used to watch football when they were younger and stuff back in, you know, the 80s and whatnot. And they all said, you know, like trades weren't that big of a thing, you know. And so I, I think that it's definitely interesting to see how far trades have come to the point where literally quarterbacks will just demand trades and want traded all the time and cut and, you know, just, the quarterbacks are all over the place you you really it's just like no one is safe anymore with these quarterbacks it's like oh yeah you you have lamar jackson like he's your franchise now all of a sudden in 2023 who's your franchise now and Mm -hmm. you're like wait what about lamar jackson like what happened there like it's just you know it's kind of crazy but i mean and the thing with aaron Rodgers is i would be interested to see if a trade doesn't go through Jets fans have assumed Aaron Rodgers is going to be their starting quarterback. Uh, Packers fans have assumed Jordan Love is going to be their starting quarterback. And I don't know if Aaron Rodgers would play for the Packers. And they've still, they still owe him a bunch of money. They're not going to uh, bench him on that, I don't think. I think he's owed like $50 million a year or something like that, guaranteed. And so I don't think they'd bench him, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to go out there and – play his hardest for a team that he said I came out of the dark room 90% retiring and they called me and said hey we're moving on from you and that made him mad and then he wanted to go out and play yeah I mean I think what would end up happening is I feel like it's kind of tough though because you know obviously I mean I think Aaron Rodgers would retire at that point you would think because he said that he wants to play for the Jets and I'm pretty sure he said he only wanted to play for the Jets. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if we're going to, if we're going to talk about the Jets, I mean, I just, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where Aaron Rodgers, like if he doesn't end up playing with the Jets, like, is there really another team that would want to really take on Aaron Rodgers for a year or two or however many years left he plays and he already had self-doubts about playing again. And the only reason he wanted to play was he was fueled by that, hey, we're moving on from you type thing. But if nobody wants him, I mean, there's really nothing you can do. I mean, it's just like when, you know, Philip Rivers, you know, contacted San Francisco and what, what was it, Miami mm-hmm. about um, starting or if they needed a quarterback, he would come back and play and they just kind of fluffed him off as nothing. Hey, like if you if you're not wanted – you know, it, it has nothing to do with the player or what they what they're looking. It's just, it's just it, it has nothing to do with even like the person you are or the type of quarterback you were. It's just if they're not looking for your style or your playing type, you know, they may just not want you. And if none of the thirty one other teams or thirty teams, let's just say Jets and Packers are out of the question, as these thirty other teams might not be looking for an Aaron Rodgers, you know, skill set. So it's, I just think. I don't think you leave Aaron Rodgers out there. Aaron Rodgers is different than Phillip Rivers. If Aaron Rodgers is out there in the free agency and you don't go after him and you're a quarterback needy team, I mean, come on. like, Yeah, but also some of these teams are going with young guys. I mean, not every team wants to go with the old guy. And the thing is also is like would Houston want to take up Aaron Rodgers' contract just because – you know, oh yeah, we're gonna draft. Let's say they draft Bryce Young. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna have Bryce Young, and we still have Davis Mills, but we're gonna just pick up Aaron Rodgers just for the, for the giggles. It's like, I mean, I just some of it just doesn't make sense. Like some of these teams don't want to pick him up, 
be just because he's older. I mean, there's going to be some teams that will would want him, yes, but like would they you would they it would be almost it could be a similar situation as, you know, the Packers where it might he end up might he may end up having to play on the, you know, uh Waterboy playing on the Waterboy position, just 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 sitting on the bench in case, you know, Jordan Love or, you know, if he ends up playing for another team just doesn't end up working out for them, you know, like the if like a Bryce Young doesn't play good or something and then Aaron Rodgers has to fulfill the destiny for Houston. But like I mean I, I mean yes, you don't want to leave Aaron Rodgers out there, you know, but I mean it it really, you know, if if Aaron Rodgers is tough to trade with and even if they cut him, like, you know, he may not be the easiest to sign a contract with either. I mean, we don't we don't know Aaron Rodgers behind the scenes, really. We really we only know what we see of him in person on TV and from what we hear in news reports. So, well, if they cut him, the Jets are going to sign him. Easy. Well, yeah, at that the, point, the yeah, Jets aren't going to be like the Jets aren't going to leave Aaron Rodgers as a free agent and then be like, oh, yeah, Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's the guy we're running with. I guess that, yeah. But, I mean, just, I don't know. I just, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, at that point, if, if Green Bay held him hostage, he would just retire, I think. Because, I mean, he's not going to play if he's right. not going to start. So, but, um, I don't know. I guess it's just wait and see on an Aaron Rodgers. So. Okay. Um, but what was your thing? But you, you were talking about Mac Jones, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about Mac Jones, and you said that um, uh, what was it? Trey Lance. They both came out of the same draft, correct? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about this briefly. Um, what do you think of the quarterbacks that were drafted in that that year? Because the only one that like really sticks to mind is Trevor Lawrence. But looking at this, this was also the year of. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. You had um, Justin. Well, we're talking quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Kyle Pitts and you know Micah Parsons too. But Kellen Mond, know. Davis Mills, Kyle Trask, and Justin Justin Fields. Yeah. So I I didn't know what you uh, what your thoughts were on this uh, this quarterback class. Okay, um, so my thoughts. On- I mean. Just based on that, because, yeah, like you said, Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond. Okay, so Trevor Lawrence obviously was supposed to be Jesus Christ for the Jaguars, and he wasn't his first year, but he was in a terrible situation. He really kind of popped off last year, got him to the playoffs, um, much better situation. So I'd say um, give him another year as long as he keeps improving. Uh, Zach Wilson, he's just kind of been a PR nightmare. He, and he isn't living up to the play of being a PR nightmare. He's kind of what I think um, someone like Anthony Richardson is going to end up being with <laughs> had an amazing combine, but, and everyone like freaked out about him because of the combine. There's like one particular throw he made where he was like off balance and it was like 40 yards or so and landed it. And then everyone freaked out and was like, Oh my gosh, this kid from BYU, he's the next big thing. And he shot up the draft board. Yeah, Zach Wilson, and we've seen how that went. Trey Lance, uh, third. I've kind of talked about that already, why I don't like that. Um, I think the 49ers got bailed out on that one. Uh, Justin Fields, he is number 11th at the Bears. He's never been in a good situation, uh, but he has kind of figured it out. 
somewhat. Kind of. And kind of. I mean, he's improved from his rookie year, so he's another yeah, one we're all kind that's of. Why, I, that's why I said kind of, but it's I, also because they're they're switching around wide receivers and doing right. dumb stuff over in Chicago constantly. I just don't understand why they can have a really good team and then just go back to the bottom of the division again. Right. <laughs> like, I just don't understand what happened, but continue. We got Mac Jones, who was picked 15th overall. So, I mean, let's keep it. Let's think about that. Mac Jones wasn't even like a top guy in this draft. He was an Alabama quarterback. He fell to 15th. Um, a lot of people had him as offensive rookie of the year that season until things started getting serious until about December when you got to play your best football. And, uh, then he kind of started slipping. It started getting cold. He had never played a cold weather game until he got <laughs> to New England. And when that's the case, New England is not the place to go. Um, so for that, re- I've I don't know if he ever really got over that. If he's figured that out, because cold weather footballs feel way different than warm weather footballs. Um, they hurt a lot more, <laughs> and uh, I just. <sighs> Mac Jones, he Patriots fans are gonna kill me for James is gonna kill me for this. I just think he he's so average. He's I don't think he would be as good in any other system. I mean, he's got a Hall of Fame coach, and he's arguing with his Hall of Fame coach, and he hasn't earned the right to argue with his Hall of Fame coach. And I've heard no. Patriots fans be like, "Well, Brady didn't get along with Bill Belichick either." Well, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, not Mac Jones. Tom Brady yeah. wasn't in his third season and had no Super Bowls and only had one playoff appearance. Tom Brady, by his third season, I think had already played in one Super Bowl. I'd have to go back and check the numbers, but I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, but, I mean, he he had really good – he was a really good quarterback. Yeah, Tom, his Tom Brady's Tom Even Brady. at the beginning. Tom yeah. Brady's Tom Brady. And uh, Bill Belichick wasn't yet Bill Belichick either. But Kyle Trask, uh, he never really played out of Florida – Back up to Tom Brady in, with the Buccaneers. He was 64th overall. Um, he's probably are gonna, they running with him this year? Nah, they running they? with Baker. They're letting Baker. That's yeah. Bake down I forgot that Baker Bay. went in Tampa. Yeah. Um, we went from Tampa Brady to Tampa Baker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Baker. Uh, Kellen Mond, I believe he got cut. Uh, he was picked 66th by the Vikings. I could be wrong though. Uh, Kellen Mond is. He still is... On the for the he's a brown kellen mond is a brown now okay interesting um well that tells you what you need to know uh <laughs> davis yeah then the last quarterback of that draft was davis mills he was 67th overall to the texans he's been starting this is a guy that i was wrong about he i really thought he was gonna have a great season last year um comparatively uh, I thought that he was a very high IQ guy. I liked his football play. He just didn't do it last year. It was not good. I have a whole video or a whole podcast episode way back at the beginning when I was still doing the show by myself where I talk about how I thought Davis Mills was going to pop off. He didn't. So that that's going to cancel out me being right about Malik Willis. What? And you have one quarterback you are missing. What At least I, I I know there's two. There's actually two that you're missing. Who am but I the missing? one is the one is a mystery is not mystery relevant, but he is kind of irrelevant. Ian Book, who uh, oh, is the now Saints? yeah he yeah he, he was drafted by the Saints, and then one that uh, we've talked about before, uh, Sam Ellinger. 
Sam Ellinger was – oh, he was. You're right. Mm-hmm. He was the last – he was one of the last quarterbacks. I, I had him draft. in the 2022 draft. Well, Sam Ellinger did not play well. And uh, so, yeah. And then Ian Book was a Notre Dame quarterback, and that's all you need to know because they haven't had a good quarterback they out did. of Notre Dame since yeah. Joe Montana. So Nothing – yeah. Notre Dame <laughs> has not produced good quarterbacks in the last – 10 years or whatever 10 years years. i said joe montana i know but like (laughs) even then like i mean they've developed some decent ones but like nothing like nothing to the point where we're like holy crap you know i mean because there's been teams that have produced decent quarterbacks and nothing's happened with them it's like oh yeah they got drafted like you know i mean you think about these backup quarterbacks and like they're just like decent or they never get the chance to start anyway and they're just backups forever so you can't really judge them based off of but but they, they're never starter material. I yes. did pretty well though, considering I only missed. Yeah, two. you named almost all of them. The only one, I, the only reason I remember, I, like Sam Ellinger, I remember from that draft. But Ian Book, um, I don't even freaking remember how I remembered Ian Book. I just I don't, Saints a, it, Saints legend Ian Book. Saints legend Ian Book, well, uh, who is now apparently an Eagle. Who I didn't even know that, so I guess he's a practice squad eagle because it's not like he's. Someone needed to replace Gardner. Yeah, Ian Book. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you ready to get to the drafts? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm gonna. I accidentally shared it earlier. Did you really? I didn't share the draft. I accidentally hit the share screen earlier, so I'm gonna go. Let's see. We'll do your Steelers mock draft first. And then we'll do okay. the Bengals. We'll do the Steelers and then the Bengals. So this is your Steelers mock draft. Tell yes. me about the Steelers and why you did this. Okay. So at the top, uh, uh, just ignore the Ryan Hayes. Okay. Uh, that was for my Cardinals one that I did. Uh, so Kalaja Kansi. So this is I made this about a week or two ago, um, but I picked Kalaja Kansi. Uh, you know, 17th overall might be a little bit of a stretch because I know that there's a uh, Clemson guy, I believe that also the Steelers were looking at. There's a lot of players that the Steelers have been, you know, eyeing up. I kind of wanted to stay away from uh, a cornerback just because we haven't had the best luck with cornerbacks in the first round, like straight up first round. Um, the 32nd pick is technically a second round pick, but it's still technically a first round pick, but we'll, I'll get into the cornerback thing in a minute, but I kind of want to stay away from cornerbacks. I kind of wanted to go with, a lineman, I feel like we could use some line help, especially somebody – go ahead, what? Do you want to explain to people why that's the case, the 30-second pick? Uh, yeah, so we um, so we made a trade with Chicago, and we got that pick. But basically what happened was Miami had to forfeit their pick for this year because um, of their weird scandal that went on with um, uh, that – their one coach that they had down there um, that I can't think of right now that is now working for Minnesota, I believe now he's a coordinator. Flores. Yeah. Brian Flores. That's who it was. Yeah. Brian Flores. Yeah. There's that whole thing with Brian Flores. And I believe that that caused them to forfeit their uh, first round pick this year. And they also so with that had, being said, they also had tampering with Brady. Yeah. So. so there was, so there was a lot that happened down there. So with that being said, they had to forfeit that pick and the Steelers traded for a second round pick from Chicago in exchange for Chase Claypool. And since Miami missed out on their first round pick and Chicago got the first overall pick, they technically would have been 32nd or 33rd if Miami was there. And now that's 
32. So no Miami and Chicago doesn't have a pick in the first two rounds now. But they also actually do they? I don't remember if they got anything from know. that trade with the Panthers or what. I can't remember. But Deontay Banks, cornerback. Yeah, but well, I Kalaja Kansi. Um, oh. I didn't finish my Kalaja okay, Kansi okay. thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. Kalaja Kansi, defensive lineman. He played for Pitt. I think he's solid. They they've been going with their Pitt boys. They they like their. Uh, you know, Steelers always like to monitor their pick boys, so I feel like the defensive line help could help. But I think the reason they picked him was just for the uh, the pit aspect of it. So never want to pass up on a pit player if you can get them because sometimes they can end up being legends. But uh, Deontay Banks, I think he's a solid cornerback out of Maryland. You know, I wanted to take a cornerback. I think we could definitely use some um, cornerback help. Granted, I know that we just got, you know, some help on the, the cornerback position. I know we just picked up Peterson, and there's a lot of – you know, help that's going on in that situation. But I think that a cornerback would obviously be very helpful for the Steelers, just kind of adding depth and who knows what Deontay Banks could turn into, but he had, he looks really good on paper. Um, hoping for him to come here, you know? Uh, so I think that would be very, very solid of a pick. And then my next pick would be Drew Sanders linebacker out of Arkansas. I feel like he is, I, I wouldn't say necessarily like completely like underrated per se, but I definitely think that, um, he's definitely going to be one of those picks that kind of reminds me of like a defensive type George Pickens, where if the Steelers were to drop him, he might actually make a lot more noise than just like a, Oh, didn't, I've never heard of this guy, but he, he played really well and he looks very good in video footage too. So I really think Drew Sanders would be just a solid linebacker for the Steelers. Like just, I think he would develop into a really good player. Now my next pick, <laughs> I've talked about him a ton, but hear me out, hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> Jordan Battle, safety, Alabama. And I figured, you know, we would help out the defense. Obviously, most of these picks are defense guys, but I think Jordan Battle would be a great safety that would play with Minka, you know, with that the Alabama boys and stuff like that. And I know they never played together, but it's still, you know, Minka, Alabama, Jordan Battle out of Alabama. But also we lost uh, Edmonds. I'm pretty sure we also had lost Allen. So we're, we're kind of struggling right now with safeties. So I, I think Jordan Battle would be kind of a pretty decent replacement. And I think he can develop. He, he's going to, he might take a little bit of time to develop, but I think he'll be a strong guy out there um, as like a, as a, like a strong safety. He's I'm pretty sure he's played both positions. So I think um, he would be really good because, you know, he's swapped with branch a lot. So, but I, I think that um, I think battles a solid guy and no, it's not my bias. I, I think that, I, I truly think that Jordan Battle would be a solid Steelers pick. Now, granted, do I think he's going to end up with the Steelers? Probably not because they're probably going to pick something. I don't know what the heck they're going to do, but this is what I think would be beneficial for them because I think Jordan Battle might end up being a sleeper pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers. For those of you who don't know, Trust has been hyping up Jordan Battle for like the last three years. Yes, I have a Jordan Battle Seattle Seahawks shirt because of Madden. Yes. So I so... drafted him in Madden. And he was my all-star free safety. So um, he got a 102-yard pick six in the Super Bowl. Wow. So he was crazy. And that was the start of the Jordan Battle era for too, me. Too bad he'll never uh, and we, do that for the Steelers. Uh, well, listen, okay. All, like, There's just so many crazy connections with it. I mean, it, we, Josh, we have a friend that literally went to school yeah, with him. Okay, so, okay. I mean, it kind of added more to that hype. So very big on this guy. Um, fifth round, 
wide receiver help Parker Washington. We like to draft our wide receivers a little later on. I mean, sometimes we like to draft them a little earlier, but I think, you know, with the defense defense, I think we need to focus a little bit on um, defense. I didn't end up getting a tackle as you can see in my draft at all, which might be a little bit of a flaw in my thing. But I think that, you know, with what we're building right now with the tackles and stuff, I don't know necessarily if they would want to go out and draft a tackle when I think defense could really be great to just like build that strong defense because in the end defense does win championships so but going on to parker washington dropping wide receiver late Steelers have been looking at parker washington penn state guy uh he's pretty solid wide receiver i think that um he'd be a, a good benefit for the team and i think that um he could develop into a really good player um haven't seen a whole lot from him totally i haven't watched a lot of his tape but i think that he could be pretty solid and the Steelers have already been looking at him uh, DJ Johnson edge just kind of adding depth. I mean, he's an Oregon guy. I mean, I feel like he could be really good, you know, definitely could use the edge help for the Steelers. And then lastly, I just put this on here because I've seen a lot of Steelers mocks have <laughs> Stetson Bennett in it. So I just figured why not throw Stetson Bennett in there? Uh, he would end up replacing Mason Rudolph and he would end up backing up Mitchell Trubisky until Mitchell Trubisky would go off of his contract. And then Stetson Bennett and Kenny would be running it. Uh, the only problem I do have with my own personal pick with this is the conflict with it. If Kenny Pickett's not doing good and the Steelers fans get mad, they're going to be like, put Stetson Bennett in. He's actually won natties and blah, 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 blah. So it might cause friction with fan bases and stuff like that. And I, I don't know how it would end up, but I mean, if Kenny Pickett ended up like not doing that well over the next couple of years, Stetson Bennett might end up being a, a, an older quarterback, but he ended up might being like that a solid late round pick that you'd never really thought. Um, now, I think one thing I'd personally change for mine is I would probably draft a tackle somewhere, probably in the later rounds, maybe instead of DJ Johnson, maybe just a tackle, just kind of like a filler or maybe even a little further up. But I like, I, I or maybe even try to get one in, in the 17th pick instead of Kalaja Kansi. Um, You're going to love my I, draft. Yeah, but Deontay, <laughs> Deontay Banks, Drew Sanders, Jordan Battle, you know, Parker Washington's, uh, I think those are, I'm very content with those, but, but yeah, so, yeah. so that's my Steelers one. So do you want to show me yours or do you yeah. want to show the Bengals? I'll one? show, I'll show my Steelers one. Kalaja Kansi is a guy that the Bengals have also been looking at as well. So I'm somewhat familiar with him. Let me see here. My Steelers mock. Let's see here. I've got, uh, four, for some reason I only did four rounds. So you only get to see four rounds. Well, because you um you didn't didn't you do a trade? Oh, or yeah, or I got bored and I traded. That's what happened. Um, but anyway, safety. I took I took Brian Branch from Alabama. So yeah, diff- that, that's also that's also somebody that's been bouncing around the Steelers. So, so uh, not necessarily your boy Jordan Battle, but Brian Branch. I've heard a lot of good things about him. Um, someone Bengals have. They kind of maybe like thought about him, but they didn't really think he would be there, so it wasn't serious. Second round, your 32nd pick. Second round, first round pick. Dewan Jones, tackle. He's a first round, second round guy, another guy that the Bengals are looking at um, if he's somehow there when we need him. Um, my dad is calling me on my watch. <laughs> then I took a linebacker for depth, like you said. Yeah. Uh, they, I can't say that Henley. Henley, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think he's pretty solid too. Okay. I just the way that my things had been falling, it was a lot of uh, that of um, the Arkansas guy. So. Cor- cornerback, 
I took uh, Garrett Williams. I took a late round cornerback, like you said. Uh, and then I took yeah. a safety for depth, Ronnie Hickman, who mm-hmm. I've also heard a lot of good things about. Maybe drafted him a little bit early, but I, I think he'll be good depth. Maybe uh, Mink is getting a little bit older as well, kind of. He is, so, yeah. So it might be good to have the depth. I, I actually agree with that a lot just because, as I said, we lost Edmonds, and I'm pretty sure we also lost uh, Marcus Allen. Um, I would have to fact check myself on that, but we definitely would need safety help. So that might actually be good to have, you know, Branch and Hickman because, you know, if Branch is not doing good or if Branch is doing good and he needs a break or Minka needs a break, it might be good to throw in Hickman. So. And then I traded, like I said, I got bored. So I <laughs> traded your seventh round picks and next year's round two for Tyler Lockett. So yes, I had to, Interesting. I had to uh, kind of, ruin the Steelers somehow I think Tyler Lockett's a good veteran presence in the locker room though I don't really um I don't so what is so you don't know what happened in the fifth and sixth rounds no I don't interesting I don't know what happened um but (laughs) interesting but okay um Lockett Lockett would be interesting I don't know if the Steelers would go that route but it would definitely be interesting on my end to see just because you know Deontay Johnson's going to be up this year mm-hmm. um, in contract. I don't know if we're going to end up re-signing him. I think Pickens is going to be our wide receiver one, but also it's not like we have any – like we have some decent wide receivers on like three, four, and five, and even six, but like it's not like they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be a stud or something like that. I mean, you know. Well, Locke is I, just I, a veteran presence, I think, that you can – yeah, but I, I think he can also be a solid receiver too. Oh yeah, for sure. You, know, you, for you sure. play, you have him play slot or something. I think mm-hmm. he could be really good. Yep. So, and then I'll pull up your uh, Bengals one. Yeah. So here. remember, I, I, me and you both, we don't know much about each other's teams. I'm just basing it a lot off of what they told me that I should draft, uh, position wise, and what you. Um, this isn't terrible. Yeah, what you had said. So um, I'm going to pull it up on my phone so I can kind of see it better. But basically, I drafted Anton Harrison tackle because you always complain about how, you know, we need O-line help or whatever. And and I think that, uh, you know, you're like, Joe Burrow will never be uh, touched again. You're never never getting sacked again. Yeah, because, uh, because of them signing that one guy, Orlando Brown or whatever. And, um, and I think adding Anton Harrison might be really good too, just because then at that point, if he ends up developing really good, you guys are going to have like an unstoppable O-line. Um, I ended up getting uh, D- DJ Turner for you, cornerback. So um, I think you guys could use some, some you know, cornerback help a little bit there. I, and not that your cornerbacks are bad, just never hurts. Um, you know, I, I put uh, safety Chris Smith the second. You know, Georgia Georgia guy. You know, I, th- I think uh, for you, you know, with the the loss of uh, Jesse Bates, and I know you guys have since replaced him. I believe if you're if, if I'm not wrong, you guys yeah. have replaced Jesse Bates. I, I think Chris Smith would be a good guy. That if uh, your your safety that you just signed doesn't work out, I think he could be really good. Um, so in the fourth round, I would have went with a Bandicanda had I had known where he was going to fall, but I didn't really know where Israel Abandikana would have fallen. So where I ended, so he ended up falling in the fifth round, but I ended up picking for you guys, Dwayne McBride running back for UAB. So I feel like although UAB isn't a school that's talked about a lot because it's UAB, I mean, it's it's nothing against (laughs) UAB, but like, it's not a, it's not a school that a lot of teams talk about just because they're just kind of around, you know, I mean, it just happens. I mean, a lot of teams are like that. 
but um I only knew about UAB because of uh, March Madness last year, but UAB, um, you know, the Wayne McBride had pretty good stats this year. And I think he would be a, a decent backup running back. You know, I, I don't really know what you guys are doing with the Joe Mixon thing and all that. I'm guessing you guys are holding on to him and stuff. And so I, I think McBride might be a really good solid RB two, And he has, he has potential. So, and then uh, I picked the tight end, uh, Will Mallory, you know, I mean, he, he's just a, he played for Miami. I kind of watched him play in the ACC. So I kind of know what he's about. He's a, Ooh, 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 Ooh got a little voice, voice crack. crack. Yeah. Um, you know, trust, I guess is having Ooh. a voice change again, but, um, but I picked Will Mallory because I, I feel like he would be a definitely a, a decent tight end for you guys. I don't know if he'd be the saving grace tight end, but I definitely think he would help for you guys. You know, definitely think you guys could, use him as depth um i picked uh brayden daniels kind of another like lineman you never know linemen's they get hurt and stuff you never know and then last pick uh, i picked a wide receiver not that you guys really need one but he could develop as a better wide receiver for you in case you lose boyd or you know if you can't end up signing higgins or something like that uh i don't know how to say his name but he played for princeton and he had pretty decent numbers so and I think and I if I'm not wrong he is from Honolulu Hawaii so oh, that's pretty cool. Well, um, so I think he would be a, a solid wide receiver for you guys to hopefully develop and he would be a late round pick. You wouldn't even have to really draft him real early on. Dude, Higgins changed his number. He's here to stay. Hey, I'm not saying that he. I'm not saying Higgins, Higgins but I know Higgins eventually at some eventually at some point you're. I don't think um. What uh. Boyd. Tyler Boyd is going to end up staying not because he wouldn't want to it's just as time moves on you know you might not be able to afford him you might be you know wanting to retire you may want too much money for what other powerhouse teams or players you have so um so let's let's look at yours what, what do you have oh let's see here oh I don't want okay um so I took a tackle in the first round mm-hmm. it this was I made this after the Irv Smith signing, the Irv Smith Jr. signing. So tight end wasn't necessarily a as big of a priority anymore. I'd still like to see Michael Mayer in the first round if we can, but I couldn't get him. Um, Luke Whipler, center for the uh, Bengals. He would become a uh, depth piece for Ted Karras. And I think uh, that could be good. He was also a guy I drafted for the Cardinals, and I like him. Um, Jamie Robinson, this is a guy that Joe uh, from the Cardinal Rule was kind of spotlighting while he was on while I was on the show, and he kind of sold me on him. He, I was like, you know, this guy could actually be good if we can get him in a late round. We did. He fell to the third round. Uh, Dax Hill, like I've said, I'm not completely sold on him. Hopefully he does well. And then Nick Scott, uh, who we got from the Rams, he's also not a guy I'm completely sold on because, well, he hasn't really played for the Bengals yet, but we'll see. So um, getting some safety depth is going to be big. Uh, Keandre Coburn from Texas, def- uh, defensive line, interior. I don't – I forget words. <laughs> um, he – He's a guy who is another depth piece for now. DJ Reader has been great, but DJ Reader is also kind of older, and he is coming up on a contract extension in like one or two years. So he might either be walking or he might just get hurt, and we need a depth piece. 
So that was kind of why I drafted him. Then uh, Davis Allen, he'd be a backup tight end to uh, Irv Smith. But he's there, he fell, and I think that would be a good pickup for the Bengals to just have more tight ends than just Irv Smith and Devin Asiasi. But uh, quarterback, Aiden O'Connell. When I get some uh, new blood in the quarterback room to compete for the backup position with Brandon Allen, he's a Purdue boy. I believe he is the highest rated like backup quarterback in this uh, draft. So like not Will Levis or any of those guys, but I don't know, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, but late round quarterback. He's the highest rated one that I'm aware of. And so he's going to come down to Cincinnati, compete with Brandon Allen for the backup position. We'll see what happens. And then you can never have too much O-line depth. Got to have uh, that O-line guy there to protect Joey B because Joey B's never getting touched again. And so I picked up Richard from Florida. I'm not going to attempt to say his last name. Um, just a nice little depth piece. And then, of course, I had to do this, this beautiful – trade i don't know how i got it one for one but it happened austin eckler is coming to cincinnati he's going to replace samaj p ryan who is now a denver bronco and we're gonna have austin eckler and joe mixon in the backfield it's gonna be insane jonah williams gets what he wants he gets traded because he doesn't want to be a right tackle that's okay we got dewan jones now and dewan jones is gonna play right tackle so We've got it all figured out, man. This is, if those two things happen, well, I guess perfect draft. I hope for you. That's actually all I need to happen is that trade. If that trade happens, I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll be a one for one. I think there's going to be some draft picks in there. I, I, from one or the other team, I think it might not be this year, but it might be like a sixth round 2024 pick or something, just because you, you know how those trades end up being. They never end up being simple like well, that anymore. It's just, I wish they were, but well, Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler is just this undrafted guy who like, he wasn't even drafted in 2017. The chargers gave him a chance. Jonah Williams is a former first round pick. We're, we're losing. on this. I guess. Yeah. You're losing a lot from this. <laughs> So, in fact, they should give you three first round. They picks should really I mean, with Austin Eckler, yeah. In exchange for you losing out on this first round talent tackle, I'm being ni- I'm being nice. Yeah, that's very considerate of you, Josh. Um, yeah, honestly, I think you should be the GM of the Bengals coming up, Josh Butts for uh, for um, for GM for the Bengals no, in 2036. No, no. no, um, what's his name? Normally, I can tell it off the top of my head because it's a funny name. Duke, Duke Tobin. Nah, Duke Tobin's Duke. one of those. He can run for mayor of Cincinnati and probably win. Him and Elizabeth Blackburn in Joe Burrow. Those three could all win unanimously in Cincinnati. But I, th- I think that's – is that is that it? That all we got for today's show? Yeah, I mean – I mean, I mean, uh, I always talk about my uh, my Cardinals mock draft that I never no, got to do no. on the on the next show. Yeah, on the on the next show that show. Joe is on, maybe or something. Um, did you get your merch yet? I know that you ordered some merch. You know, I actually have not gotten it yet, but oh. I did get an email earlier this week that it did ship. 
Okay. So, so it will be coming. I think it's expected to come either tomorrow or Friday. So Thursday or Friday. Um, I mean, with it being the hot, with it being a holiday this weekend might take a little longer, but, um, yeah, I think I even got a sale on it. I think it was like 20% off right now. So it, it was a, it was a pretty good, uh, deal. So I'm, I'm excited for wearing my stuff. I'm not going to say anything yet. I'm going to let, I'm going to let you be surprised on what I get. I'm going to wear it oh, on the show. I, I can my see first what you, one. I could see what you ordered. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I'm just going to appear with it on one day okay. and um you're gonna be like whoa i no won't way. i won't say what you ordered but i know what you ordered. okay yeah okay. um yeah so go get the merch because the merch is cool the merch is fun i designed the merch um we're getting orders some people are still ordering the merch so if you are one of those people thank you also discord randomly open um but if you're one of those people who has ordered merch Thank you. I appreciate it because yeah, we, it we appreciate us, it. it. It goes a long way. It helps us fund the show. And uh, on that note, uh, thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like comment and subscribe. Do all those things. We can be found anywhere. You listen to podcasts and on YouTube, which if you are watching this video, you are on YouTube already. Just go down there and hit subscribe. Um, we can, be found on Spotify. So if you're only listening to the show, that's great. That's helpful. But you can also see us on YouTube. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, cool. Sorry, Spotify's better. <laughs> Our social media pages are no butts underscore show on Instagram and no butts show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast2. That's the number two. For those of you on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I'm holding up the number two. So is Chuss. The number two uh, at gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop where you can get all this cool merch is in the description. That, check it out. Once again, if you enjoyed today's show, like, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, go do something nice for someone.